we must recognize the privilege in having the luxury to step back and take a break. Selena, just just quietly take your break and go. There was a dark side to the hippie movement. It's better to keep quiet than to speak on an issue that you know nothing about. You're turning further and further away from each other. Once these movements start, we have to continue with them and not just treat them as a trend that we can throw away like last season's sweater. Welcome back to Get Off the Internet, the podcast where we journey through cyberspace and time. I am your host, Nana Jane. So I don't know about you guys, but recently on social media, I have felt this huge shift in energy. What was once a safe haven for aspirational content and escapism is becoming increasingly eerie and unsettling. And I feel like the facade of social media has been slowly chipping away over the past few years, but the recent Israeli-Palestinian conflict has definitely been a catalyst to this. In this video, I just want to talk about how we can try and strike a balance between taking care of our mental health, but also ensuring that we are fighting against injustices. And I also want to talk a bit about the 1960s hippie counterculture movement and how we can kind of take some inspiration from that in the modern day. I also wrote an article for TEDx Vienna a few years back about trending tragedies on social media. So if you're interested in reading more about that topic, I'm going to have that linked down below. And as always, please support this podcast. Like subscribe, rate, review. I would really appreciate it. I also just wanted to point out that this video is supposed to be a discussion. I definitely don't have all the answers, but I think that there is a lot of power to at least inciting discussion. And yeah, I think that in the same way that we can get addicted to the dopamine hits from looking at pictures of puppies or watching relatable reels online, we can get addicted to the the high emotional charge that we get from looking at scarring pictures of war and destruction on social media. And so it is understandable that we would want to take a break and kind of distance ourselves from that. But at the same time, we must recognize the privilege in having the luxury to step back and take a break. For example, Selena Gomez, who is the most followed woman on social media, recently took a break from social media, stating that she was too overwhelmed by the horrors of the world and that she was going to take a step back. And I don't think she probably realized the amount of privilege that was doused in this message because like, oh, how nice for her that she's able to step back and take a break in her mansion, you know? And, and I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with the fact that she took a break, but I feel like the fact that she made a public statement about it meant that she was kind of centering herself and almost 
and almost positioning herself as a victim in this situation that she very much isn't like selena just just quietly take your break and go like why the public statement i mean she has since returned to social media i think another issue that we come across when it comes to privileged people speaking on such issues is the issue of trauma porn so trauma porn is essentially when images of war or or traumatizing events are exploited for the purpose of their shock value for example when people post violent pictures or images with no trigger warning purely not because they care about the cause but purely because of the emotion and reaction that they will get out of that and i think a lot of the times um people may not even realize that that is what they're doing but i feel like this often happens with people who, who are privileged because they're they're not able to see past the fact that this violence and trauma is actually an everyday reality for some people in the world and it's not just a voyeuristic excursion for them to temporarily experience someone's pain but Unfortunately, this is something that happens quite a lot. I think trauma porn often happens as a result of panic posting. So, so this is when people, you know, they see all their friends and peers posting about a certain image online and, and they panic and they feel the pressure to immediately post so that they're not outcasted um, or, or alienated online. But yeah, being able to temporarily experience someone's pain before going to your Pilates class and, you know, not like doing anything for the cause is very short-sighted. Even though we are technically more connected than we ever have been in history, it is easier than ever to drown out what is uncomfortable, to customize your feed, and to live in a bubble. I honestly can't help but wonder what certain social political movements would have been like in the past if they had social media for example the hippie movement of the 1960s so the counterculture movement of the 1960s happened as a result of young people beginning to disagree with the social and political norms of the times and and they began non-violent protests against this so so for example there were protests on college campuses um, against the United States involvement in the Vietnam War. And this is what sparked the hippie movement and it eventually spread to other parts of the world. Hippies were not only people who fought for civil rights, but they also aimed to live a non-materialistic lifestyle. So many people actually quit their jobs to join the movement and decided to live a communal lifestyle and share their homes together, cook together, and eat organic vegetarian meals, grow their hair out long, walk barefoot, you know the vibe. Music was considered to be a very big part of the hippie movement. It was considered a tool for spiritual evolution as well as political and economical evolution. The Woodstock Music and Art Fair, the three-day Aquarian Exposition at White Lake in Bethel, New York, will give you uncomplicated, unhurried, calm days of peace and music. Campgrounds will be open for two days before the festival. There are over 600 acres of land to roam, bazaars to browse, creative workshops, 
Heavy traffic is anticipated, so leave early if you wish to arrive on time. Woodstock was a very prominent event that occurred during the movement. It was a three-day music festival that took place in a dairy farm in New York. And they had actually only planned for 50,000 people to show up, but 500,000 people ended up showing up. And some prominent musicians played there, such as Jimi Hendrix and Janis Joplin. One of the most prominent nonviolent protests of the 60s was when John Lennon and Yoko Ono did a seven-day bed-in in a hotel in Canada. They stayed in one bed for seven days without changing their clothes. I wonder how they peed. Actually, they must have gotten up to pee, I hope. But yeah, they they stayed in one bed for seven days without changing their clothes, and they get and they gave hundreds of interviews to reporters um, to protest against the Vietnam War, and they also had a bunch of friends visiting them. It seemed like they had a good old time, and and yeah, like that protest didn't really directly leads to any social political change but it definitely sparked more of a discourse in pop culture about fighting against war and injustices and violence the hippie movement was widely criticized and mocked with phrases such as tree hugger and flower child being thrown around sarcastically. And I do think that there was a dark side to the hippie movement. Like, like for example, there was the abuse of drugs. The drugs such as LSD were a big part of the movement. They were seen as a tool to be able to reach spiritual enlightenment. However, a lot of people abused these drugs and and it led to crime and poverty in places such as hey ashbury in san francisco which was kind of the epicenter of the hippie movement and and also the whole free love mentality it led to a lot of people taking advantage of that philosophy um a lot of people were were sexually assaulted and also i when i look at the movement i can definitely see how it could be tempting to join that movement i mean the aesthetics of it like what's not to love about colorful clothing going to music concerts all the time and just like you know being so free um so so i do question if a lot of people who were part of the movement genuinely wanted to see the the political change that they were protesting for but that all being said the movement did eventually lead to significant social political changes um in areas such as for civil rights for for women's rights for lgbtq plus rights and for environmental rights so so whether or not everyone was being genuine they were still able to make a change and so that kind of brings us back to to what i was talking about earlier with the present day 
of how like people's posting may not be 100% for pure reasons but is it better to post with impure reasons like if you post just because you want social clout you want your friends to see you in a certain way you don't want to be outcasted is it better to do that and still kind of be raising awareness at the same time even when people post trauma porn or people post in a very performative way it can be argued that um that is still you know raising awareness it's still bringing that issue onto people's platforms and onto their feeds so does that negate the fact that the person is not really pure i feel like this thing is so complicated because obviously there's no way to prove is if someone's intention was really pure i'm honestly stuck wondering if it's better to post with an impure heart or to not post at all on one hand one can say that it's better to keep quiet than to speak on an issue that you know nothing about you know just for the sake of getting social clout from your peers but on the other hand aren't you spreading awareness anyway whether or not you posted that thing to your story with a pure heart social media is something that we have now that the hippie movement didn't have in the 1960s but what the hippie movement had that we don't have is the power to stand together as a collective and fight for change i think with technology where we are turning further and further away from each other and we're we're forgetting that there is power in numbers and that if we believe in something like social media actually does have the possibility to make change in in the in the political and social sphere when we are able to stand together in solidarity on social media big changes happen for example even the me too movement this created so much change for a lifelong social issue with women being sexually assaulted and because people were able to come out and stand together and speak against this so many people in positions of power were actually called out and sentenced and of course the issue is not perfect like like none of these issues that we fight are perfect and that's why the fight needs to continue but that is also something that is concerning for example with the me too movement i feel like there's probably a lot of people who think oh we've done that so like sexual assault is solved forever but like no we have to realize that once these movements start we have to continue with them and not just treat them as a trend that we can throw away like last season's sweater when these issues occur i always try to look at both sides of the argument like look at content from both sides of the argument because even when i know the side that i stand on i'm very wary of the fact that the algorithm constantly pushes you content that affirms the content that you've already been looking at and agreeing with and liking and that that can put you in an echo chamber where you're just kind of affirming more and more what you believe and not looking at the other side which is not to say that like you have to go to the other side but for me i just I like to know the thought process behind why someone opposes my opinion and just see it from their point of view and, and kind of just challenge my standpoint. I think that's something that has also been an issue on social media. It's like a lot of 
the standpoints that we have are just not being challenged they're just constantly being affirmed and and it's a shame because i mean even outside of a war and like political issue the people that need to hear certain things the most are on the opposing side and they're not going to be able to hear it because they're they're surrounded by people who think the same as them their social media feed is affirming their thoughts and i think it's very important for us to be able to challenge what we think it's fine to have an opinion on something but just make sure that it's really your opinion and not that you've been like subtly brainwashed by your social media feed or your fear of not fitting in you know on planes when they say that you have to put on your own oxygen mask before helping children or others like i do think that we need to have a base level of mental health before we can help others and help the world but i also wonder if this whole popularization of mental health content has made us focus too much on our mental health possibly self-help content really had its reign on social media for a good few years and and i really do feel like i owe some of my own mental development to some of the content that i found but on the other hand like now that i'm a bit farther in my healing journey i look back and wonder if i was almost addicted to this content there's no better feeling than finding a 30 second video where they use all the right words that makes you feel like you found the answer to your childhood trauma but at the end of the day like like that is also a cycle of like feeling this high from from bettering yourself and it, it is so important to, to better yourself but now i wonder if it's coming to a point where we're almost using our mental health as an excuse to not have to deal with what is uncomfortable like war and violence and i'm saying that as someone who is very sensitive to imagery and i have to be so careful what i consume online or else i'm gonna be having nightmares but yeah like like honestly i i do wonder if we're kind of coddling ourselves sometimes or yeah just trying to find a reason not to face the dark parts of life that we try so hard to shut out i feel like it's also difficult to see the urgency of some of these issues when they don't directly affect our everyday life but these issues always have some sort of domino effect for example, last year when I was in Ghana and the Russia-Ukraine war first broke out, suddenly overnight everything in Ghana doubled in price because apparently we had been getting our oil and gas from Ukraine. Hi, this is Editing Nana here and I meant to say that Ghana got its oil and gas from Russia, not from Ukraine, so please replace all the ukraines that you're about to hear with russia okay enjoy the video bye <laughs> which i was like what are the odds that we would have been getting our oil and gas from ukraine of all places and what are the odds that the exact country that we were getting those items from just so happened to break out into war we don't make these connections but the dots always connect at the end of the day in the west it is harder to see these changes but but that's what makes it so much more dangerous because they happen so slowly that you don't even realize that maybe it's just it becomes an inconvenience because one day your coffee is like 
a dollar more but there's like so much happening at once that you don't realize and suddenly it's going to be affecting you one day i'm not trying to spread fear or anything but at the same time we do have to like wake up a bit and i'm honestly talking to myself as well like i'm not going to absolve myself from this like obviously like yeah like, like as i said like I, I do have to be very careful what i consume and and i do think that sometimes that can lead to like yeah just like not educating yourself on something as much as you should i can definitely understand the feeling of feeling so helpless and of course like none of us can single-handedly change what's happening i mean unless you're literally a politician like you really don't have that much power but i think that we do need to use the little power that we have to to band together to make a change the nature of social media makes it kind of a peculiar place to be posting about such heavy issues like war but at the end of the day that seems to be our only channel of communication these days or at least where most of our energy is going so maybe there does have to be a paradigm shift where we change social media into a place where you can't just zone out and ignore what's really happening but then that also begs the question what are we going to use to <laughs> escape when we need to escape and tap out for a bit are we going to start reading again are they going to bring back magazines i would totally start reading magazines again and also i think it's fine to not have an opinion on everything and I think that it's better to stay silent rather than misspeak on such a complex issue that you're just panning posting about. Yeah, I don't know, because it, it's just difficult because on one hand, I feel like it should be genuine and you should not like you should not use someone's trauma in order to make yourself look better but i mean maybe it's slim pickings these days <laughs> like maybe we have to take what we can get you know and yeah like even if these things aren't perfect maybe it's a start even if people feel pressured to post just for the sake of looking good and not being alienated and hey maybe it could also start out as someone like posting for clouds but then later on they actually get more into the issue from posting for clout and they become a genuine supporter i think definitely brainstorming ways of how we can support issues um, aside from just posting on social media is a good idea i think protests are really timeless it's a nice opportunity to be able to stand up for something you believe in without just like posting a social media story you can actually get out there and connect with real people and have discussions or listen to inspiring speeches or even just feel that energy of a collective of people joining together in order to better the world and not just for a selfish reason like sometimes i feel like social media has social media and technology have isolated us in some ways and that has made us more like zoomed into our own lives you know and it's time to zoom out a little i'm obviously not saying like don't take care of yourself i know that like 
my mental well-being is something that I need to work on every single day just to be a functioning human. And I know a lot of other people are like that. So like keep doing that, but maybe also just add like one issue that you care for to the roster. (laughs) I mean, like if you want, you can fight for every issue, but I personally don't think that's realistic. So I think that we need to find the issues that we are most passionate about and kind of focus on them. I mean, of course, it really depends on the social political landscape at the time, but I feel like putting more energy into issues that you truly care about in your heart of hearts is what develops the best results. And yeah, I also think just like having raw, honest discussions with your friends and peers. I know everyone is afraid to talk about like politics and stuff. Obviously, maybe you don't talk about it at work. Like if you think that that is going to be a problem, but at least with your close friends and family members, like let's just educate each other. Sometimes I feel like we're too scared to talk about like such complex topics even with the people that are closest to us i'm almost like what is the point of having an intimate relationship with someone or being close to someone if you can't talk about some of the things that are most important in life so yeah is my phone dead especially with the endless scroll feature on social media apps now like you can just spiral and get deeper and deeper i've definitely been there and yeah i feel like sometimes people get so focused on like their side winning and fighting harder against the opposing side but obviously the more that you fight against the opposing side the more resistant that they will become to hearing you out but but for example with social media kind of just showing you more of the same content and like making you more of an extremist in in your beliefs and doing the same for the other side it's like it's rather causing more and more of a divide and bringing you further apart and it kind of increases the issue and yeah i mean i feel like it's such a case by case situation depending on the conflict that you're speaking about and obviously i'm speaking broadly about like war and and like traumatic events in this video but but yeah i think that these are just some of the things that like come up and and obviously also making donations to the cause that you believe in is yeah obviously like always a good way to also support but i know that not everyone is able to do that so like if you're not able to do that i feel like yeah just like just just looking at your everyday life and how you can be more empathetic and just listen like just open your ears and listen i feel like it is i i feel like good listeners are so few and far between these days but like yeah like like no one is asking you to solve <laughs> everything and create world peace but just like open your ears listen be a bit more empathetic there's a whole world out there and let's not forget it yeah i don't know guys i feel like we're on the precipice of something big i don't know if it's good or bad um i try not to think about it too much because yeah i don't think it's productive to spiral even though i definitely do spiral about the future (laughs) um sometimes but 
yeah like at the end of the day we just have to yeah we just have to do it we we, we just have to do our part i think that's so important we just have to do our part to do what you think you can manage and what you can do and and if that's nothing like that's fine honestly but just know the consequences of doing nothing you know at the end of the day we all have a choice of what we do how we walk through this life but just know that there are possibly consequences if you choose to not do anything and also consider which side of history that you want to be on like when it comes down to the time are you going to be able to look your children in the eye or look i don't know your nieces or whoever in the eye or look yourself in the eye in the mirror and be like yeah this was the choice that i made when it was at a turning point yeah i know i'm speaking very generally in this video so i hope that that makes sense um but yeah i think that's everything thank you so much for listening to this episode i hope that i sparked some thoughts in your brain about this issue and i would love to hear what you think about it and yeah as i said i really just want this to be a discussion because these are questions that i don't necessarily have the answer to these are just questions that have come up i think that discussion is the beginning of creating the world that we actually want to live in like i feel like it is part of the human condition to only be able to see so far into the future but yeah like whether or like like whether we like it or not it's going to have an impact on us or our fellow humans and now more than ever like we need empathy mm -hmm.